Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630-CHAD. McDavid to Nurse, shoots, scores! The Edmonton Oilers are in the top eight. That's the goal. You prepared to trade your uh, first-round draft pick for an asset that's got a contract carrying forward. The right guy to me to come in and coach that team in the future, Dave Tippett. That's all I'm going to say. Where their lineup is right now, there just really isn't room for them. And, you know, I, I think they're trying to move them. I think it probably will happen. How about Zach Hyman's first as an Oiler? This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. And that's the kill shot for Ryan Nugent Hopkins that you probably saw about 60 times with the Red Deer Rebels. We've added some pieces and uh, the hope and expectation there is that we that we can take another step. We have to earn the right to be a playoff team first. you got to have a regular season where you earn that right to be a playoff team. I came here and wanted to be a part of this team and I think there's something special here. Hi, this is Zach Cassian. I'm Darnell Nurse. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. Now, Bob Stoffer with you, along with Cody Jansen back at the 630 Chad Studios. Cody, off the top of your head, do you know how old Neil Young is today? Oof, I do not. That's why you have the internet. You can bluff and lie your way on the air anytime. So hop on the boards there, check it out for us. This is Oilers Now. I didn't know either. That's why I asked you. He's got to be 74, 75 years of age. One year off. It's 76. 76? Okay. Uh, there's a very famous video from a BBC appearance for Neil Young circa probably 1970, 71 and around that time. And uh, it's been out on YouTube for a number of years. This is Oilers now. The Edmonton Oilers in the second of a back-to-back tonight against the Buffalo Sabres. They shuffled off to Buffalo last night after a thrilling come-from-behind victory, which we will get to momentarily in Beantown in Boston last night. There's a lot to talk about in that game as well. It's going to be fairly animated on today's edition of Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. By our lease, your next network office network printer from the digitex.ca e-commerce store Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. We'll have a complete recap of last night's game. There were some spirited comments following last night's game about the handling, the managing of last night's game. Uh, we'll try to... The Edmonton Oilers did not skate today in the second of a back-to-back, but we'll try to give you some sense of what the Oilers will be rolling with today as they take on the Buffalo Sabres. We'll give you a full lineup report on Buffalo as well. Louis DeBrusque from NHL Hockey and Rogers is yesterday's Thursday edition of Oilers Now uh, was uh, preempted. We did a best of Oilers Now, obviously, in part to celebrate 
Remembrance Day. Sportsnet Smart Specter for the Horses in Horse Racing Alberta. And Buffalo Sabres analyst, longtime NHL goaltender Martin Biron will join us today at 1.35. Now you can get hold of us at any time in the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Enjoy the daily $5.99 breakfast special at Tap 25, now starting at 8 a.m. at the River Cree. Details at rivercreeresort.com. And you can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line same number, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue. Or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. I'm Bob Stoffer in Buffalo. Uh, Cody Jansen is pinch hitting today for Brendan Escott, who's taken a little bit of a trip uh, with the extra day off here uh, on uh, Remembrance Day weekend. And uh, we will tell you that our top story is presented by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. Top story, Oilers are 10-2 and two on the season. They beat uh, Boston last night. Buffalo, if not, the Oilers haven't played great against the Sabres. Uh, that said, they are 2-0-2 in their last four meetings. Haven't met for a couple of seasons. Edmonton, though, under Dave Tippett, is 15-4 and in the second of back-to-back. So keep that in mind. As uh, we first start with an audio recap of last night's game for Direct Workwear. Proud to offer on-site seamstress services and embroidery. Get your workwear and have it customized all in one trip. Cam Moon had the call last night on the Oilers Radio Network. Let's get to it. Marshawn knocked down Derek Ryan. His pass went off the skate of Turris. Now Pastor knocked down the right wing. He'll shoot. Scores. David Pastor knocked down the right wing. Fires it. Glove side. Looks like it went under the pad of Koskin, and it's 1-0 Boston. Now over to Bouchard. We'll shoot it off a leg. It goes wide. Drysidle to Nugent Hopkins. To Drysidle. To Bouchard. Scores! Evan Bouchard walks in, and he goes high to the glove side, and this game is tied at one. Now to Grizzlick, the right side, Pasternak into the Oiler end, stops on the right wing, comes back up top of the circle, looks to the net, pass in front to Bergeron, broken up, scores! Marchand followed it up. He shovels it home, and the Bruins take a 2-1 lead. Here's a pass to Hyman, into the Bruin end, he'll look to the net, off the post! He just ripped it off the post on the stick side of Allmark. Puck on the right wing. Hyman goes to the right corner, will walk in front, scores! Zach Hyman! He took it off the right wing, goes to the backhand, gets it by Allmark, and this game is tied at two. Now gets it back to the point. Grizzlick to Carlo, shoots, scores! off the stick of Nugent Hopkins as he directed it into the Bruins end. Marchand to Carlo gave it away. Dreisaitl scores! Leon Dreisaitl got a gift right between the hash marks and he rips it in and this game's tied at three. Dreisaitl wins it to Nugent Hopkins. Now to Keith across the line to CeCe. Slides down the right side. Gets to the right corner in front to Dreisaitl. Scores! Leon lead of the night. They're up 4-3. Home 
mark out to play it. To Clifton, it goes off of McLeod in front of the net. Sevier shot, save made by Allmark. Here's CeCe, scores! Cody CeCe, he fires it home from the slot. The Oilers are up 5-3. Oilers ultimately get the victory. They rally from a 32 third period deficit. Third time this season, Edmonton's come from behind in the third. And uh, it was an interesting game because at times it felt, I and you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. There's an old saying, it's a loser's lament to whine about officiating. Well, Edmonton came back and won the game. And you know what? It was inconsistent from the get-go. And if you were actually in the building, it was worse than what would have appeared on television because there was a lot of slashes and sticks and interferes that weren't called with. 50-50 puck early in the game between Drysaddle and Marchand, and Drysaddle gets called, and it started there for me. I'm like, all right, well, that's got to be the standard then. And if you heard our broadcast, you would have known that's what we were saying. Um, Boston gets a 2-1 goal where Patrice Bergeron uh, trips the Edmonton Oilers' Zach Hyman. Then Connor McDavid's in the corner and has two sticks knock him to the ice, trip him between his feet. It, Brad and Carlos spent the entire game either corkscrewing or attempting to put sticks in Connor's feet all game long. And, uh, well, I wasn't the only one upset with the officials. A lot of you out there listening right now were like, at what point here do they start at least calling the obvious on Connor McDavid? And Dave Tippett had these comments following last night's game. You know what? The, it's frustrating because... The tone is set on the first call of the game on Dreisaitl, which is shouldn't be a call. But if you're going to set the tone like that, you better call the rest of the game like that. And that's not the way it went. I thought there was a there was a, there was a missed call on the on the goal, the Dreisaitl penalty to start it off. I thought when a referee does that early, he sets a standard in the game, and that wasn't the standard that was upheld through the game. And I 100% concur. And I'm going to guess most of you listening to this show, and you can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line, would agree. I mean, it was almost like for a while in that game, Marshawn Bergeron and Pasternak, they had diplomatic immunity on the ice. Marshawn did get a tackling call 190 feet from the goal in the third period. Uh, that said, Edmonton did come back. They bounced back from the loss against Detroit. Here's Dave Tippett. We competed way harder. You know, we... Uh... All the way through our lineup, we competed hard. We, uh, you know, we got behind quick, but then the ability to get it right back again was uh, not chase the game much was uh, a big factor. We turned one over. The second one should have shouldn't have been a goal because it was a should have been a penalty on the play. Third one, Miko should have stopped. So, for the most part, we were uh, we were pretty strong, but we competed hard. You know, it's. Uh, it's good. We don't want to lose two in a row, so we came out and played well. Meanwhile, uh, let's hear from Boston Bruins head coach Bruce Cassidy. The guys are trying to make plays that aren't there or they don't have the ability to make. Or You know, it's 11 games, so you don't want to over. Guys, some guys have been in the league for a while, so you assume they're going to make them, but they're not. So you have to get the message across that there's different ways to score goals. So, so, not everyone can be uh, Bergeron's line. Not everyone can play like McDavid, so we have to, as I said, as a staff, we have to do a better job of getting the players to understand what what they can be successful at, how they can help the team win, and then the offensive part of it is one of those is, is just getting a little more shot mentality. We have addressed it, Steve, but clearly it's, it's fallen on deaf ears, so we've got to do a better job. 
All right, so Edmonton improving to 10-2. Leon Dreisettle now leads the NHL in goals with 12 and points with 26, and he talked about last night's character win. Yeah, a lot. I mean, um, obviously there's lots of things I, I think that we can clean up, uh, especially in the second period there. But, um, you know, uh, yeah, it, it means a lot. It says a lot about our group that, you know, we don't stop. We just continue to play our way and, and, and try and um, stick with it, even if it's not pretty. Um, but at the same time, like I said, I think there's lots of things that we can improve on um, that, you know, we don't have to score five goals every game to, to win a game. And, uh, you know, there was a fair amount of criticism in oil country. And, look, we there, make no mistake, fans have an incredible amount of passion. A lot of you know a lot about hockey. Okay? You do. And some people second-guess the thought process behind bringing in the experience of Duncan Keith and Cody Ceci. Well, they played 1,750 games. And one of the things that happens with that pairing is the mistakes don't get multiplied when they're on the ice. If a mistake happens, all right, they're able to survive it. And CC's had a strong start. I, I talked to somebody today who used to be a general manager in the league and said to me, Stoff, I'm watching your team right now, and I'd rather have CC than Larson. Now, I personally loved Adam Larson. I thought he was a real good, hard-nosed defenseman. But CC can get the puck up the ice, and he can assist in making some plays as well. Leon Drysettle had these comments about the Oilers' defender. Yeah, he's been amazing. Um, you know, probably not the most, uh, not not the prettiest guy to watch, if, if if that's what you want to say. But he's so effective and and so good at what he does. Um, and obviously, especially for guys like that, that um, you know work so hard and do do the things that, that don't get noticed all the time. Uh, it, it's especially nice for him to, you know, get a goal, make make a huge play on, on the on the game winner. Um, you know, he's not he's not all um, you know, D zone and, and, and uh, hard to play against. You know, there's lots of skill there too and, and, and that's great to see. So um, we're we're very happy for him. All right. Uh, so that's some of the thoughts, and, and we're going to get to today's game in a second. Uh, but right now, I'm going to blast in the Ashley Fine Floors text line, try to uh, rip off about five or six here. Here we go. Bob, Brendan, and Cody. The one-handed slash by Brandon Carlo and McDavid on a breakaway should have been a penalty shot for the excitement of the game. Soccer has a penalty shot when players are fouled below the 18-yard line. Come on, NHL. Out one comes to us from Andy, the carpet guy. Uh this text comes in, Bob, I'll be honest with you, I love the Keith deal, but CC scared me, but he has proved me wrong so far. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, it shouldn't surprise anybody the way the officials call the game. The Canadians in the 1950s were so potent, the NHL made rule changes to the power plays. Well, you're right. At that time, if you took a two-minute minor, it didn't matter if the team scored a power play goals, you stayed in the box and felt shame. The Oilers of the 80s, same thing. Well, that's right. They they changed the four-on-four -four rule because Edmonton would try to get into a four-on-four destroyer. This edition of the Oilers, now, the officials just look away because it's easier than changing the rules. Again, uh... You can text us at 780-496-0063. 
Rob says, Bob, I'm not talking just as an Oilers fan. I want Pedersen, Matthews, McKinnon, McDavid all to shine and not sit on IR after battling through all the abuse. Look at how many injuries have already affected the players. Dinosaurs like torts want the playoffs called like it's 2004. Even Jack Michaels last night said uh, after Bergeron should have gotten a call against him, but he'll always get the benefit of the doubt from the refs. We just want to see entertainment goals, not a bunch of injured star players. That's uh, seems like that's what the NHL wants. Another texture saying, Bob, like Reed Wilkins said the other night, if the Zebras are worried about calling too many calls on McDavid, here's the thought. If they may call the right calls, they won't have to make as many calls later. Again, you can text us at 780 Uh the two Brads have texted the show to say, Bob, a guy called into Oilers overtime open line last night and had a great thought. Put the names in the back of the referees' jerseys. Make their names accountable for their calls. It might make them think twice about the decisions they do. Uh, Bob, did you see what Torts said about McDavid? Personally, I don't believe that McDavid complains that much. That texter sends that in. Well, yes, I did see it because I retweeted it with a little bit of statistical information. Uh, John Tortorella, uh, Tortorella last night at ESPN ESPN saying that Connor McDavid has to change his game to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, it says you're not just going to fill the net in the playoffs. And Tortorella also saying McDavid needs to quote unquote, I believe, shut up or be quiet, one of the two, and not complain about the officiating. It's been my personal belief that McDavid hasn't complained a lot about uh, of officiating. Uh, Tortorella also said you can plan five on five to shut McDavid down, which I found really interesting as some of you would have seen in the tweet, given the fact that the Edmonton Oilers have gone 5-1 and one against the Columbus Blue Jackets in the last six games that the two teams have played, Tortorella being the head coach for the Blue Jackets, Edmonton outscored Columbus 26-12 to 12 in those six games, and Connor McDavid had four goals, 14 points, and plus nine in those six games. If I was the head coach of a team that had had one player dominate me like that, and Columbus had a good team some of those years. I don't know if I'd necessarily be saying he'd be incapable or needed to change his game to win the Stanley Cup. I think for those of you that watch the Edmonton Oilers, you realize over the last two years, Connor has changed his game. And there's been an evolution that has been reinforced by his analytics. So I found, hey, I love I love it that Tortorella's on there. I just think he's wrong in this one. And... Uh, you know what? Sometimes you got to... Who's the guy on CNN that used to do uh, Dale? Something Dale it would be, be a fact checker? It's kind of ironic that Tortorella's kind of calling McDavid out a bit, given Connor's complete and total domination of Tortorella over the last uh, three seasons that the two teams ended up meeting. Food for thought. Again, those numbers. McDavid, four goals, 14 points, plus nine in the six games, head-to-head against Tortorella in the 17, 18, 18, 19, and 19 and 20 seasons when Edmonton played Colorado and Eric Columbus. And again, Edmonton outscored the Blue Jackets, a very good defensive team, 26 to 12, and went 5 and 1. When we come back, we'll set up uh, what we think will the Oilers lineup will look like today, and we'll get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. It is 12 24 at Edmonton, and you're listening to Oilers now.
If you need to sell your home, you want a winning team on your side. So call the only team I'd hire, the team more than 2,000 families have hired, the Paul Blay Realty Group with REMAX Elite. Fall is a great time to sell your home, especially when you hire a team that consistently sells homes for top dollar and on average two weeks faster than other agents. So put a plan in place to get your home sold for more. Google Paul Blay Realty Group or go to paulblay.ca and tell them Jack Michael sent you. Whether it's on the ice or in the booth, I know the more connected a team is, the better they are. Canadian Power Pack understands this as well. They help keep everyone connected as electrical contractors in some of Alberta's biggest government education, infrastructure, and healthcare projects. While inwardly, they focus on treating each customer, provider, employee, and partnering organization as family. Because the closer you are, the more connected you are, the better you are. Canadian Power Pack, we are family. We are electrical. Hi, this is Morley Scott, and I want you to fully enjoy the festivities by experiencing the gift of sound from the Hearing Care Clinic. Revel in the season with the latest in hearing aid technology and start enjoying easier and more fulfilling communication today. Make your appointment for an evaluation by clicking hearingcareedmonton.com or call 780-413-8833. You'll like what you hear. Attention all renovation pros. Enter the Certainty Pro of the Week contest for a chance to win a $500 gift card. Just go to proalloway.ca for contest details and full rules. You can win with Certainty. No purchase necessary. The River Cree Resort and Casino brings you the best entertainment. Get ready to rock out with an amazing lineup. On March 12th, Glass Tiger will be hitting the stage. Then, on March 17th and 18th, Foreigner will be coming to town. And on March 19th, Air Supply will be ready to blow you away. See them all live at the River Cree. Get your tickets now. Head to RiverCreeResort.com. River Cree Resort Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. Hi, this is Mike Smith from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6.30, Chet. All right, well, we know that Mike Smith has flown back to Edmonton. Let's go to our game day lineup report at 12.26 in Edmonton. It is brought to you by Craig Hummel at REMAX Excellence. Find your dream home, list your old home, sold today, edmonton.ca. Uh, it will be Stuart Skinner starting in goal. Dave Tippett, uh, the, the, it will be Skinner's third career head start. Dave Tippett saying there could be a couple of uh, possible changes. Um, Slater Cook, who's played the last couple games, got to wonder whether or not they look at getting Chris Russell back in at some point in the back end and uh, same with Tyler Benson up front uh, we'll have to wait to see uh, for the pregame skate uh, uh, the warm up today I, I guess that'll be about 4.22.23 your time uh, in Edmonton but David last night with Hyman and Paul Yarby Connor McDavid on a what is it now? Is it up to 20-game point streak dating back to last season? He's got points in all 12 games this season. Leon Dreisaitl leading the NHL in goals and uh, points. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, 23 shots on goal, no goals, but 15 assists, including nine on the power play. Good night for McLeod last night. Good night for Sevier. Good bounce back for Evan Bouchard. Played 24-26 in that game. Uh, all right, Buffalo. 
Cage Thompson with Jeff Skinner and Rasmus Asplund. Asplund's probably been the best saber of late. Dylan Cousins had a tough uh, start to the year. He's with Drake Kajula and Vinny Hinnestroza. It'll be Cody Eakin with uh, Zemgus Gergensens and Kyle Oposo and Artu Ratsalainen uh, with Anders Bjork and John Hayden. Rasmus Dahlin, the number one pick, 2018 NHL draft with former Edmonton Oil King Mark Pezik, uh, Jacob Bryson uh, with Colin Miller, and Will Butcher with Robert Hegg. Dustin Tokarski starts in goal. He has a career 904 save percentage in 53 NHL appearances. The Sabres are 0-4-1 in their last five games under Don Granato. Elsewhere in the NHL and around the hockey world as we go into NHL today for elite promotional marketing company branded apparel products awards all created in-house shop local at elitepromomarketing.com here's cody jansen shaman saskatchewan product Braden coburn he's hanging up the skates after 983 games in the league per his agent rick curran eric stall he hasn't given up on a return for an 18th season did go to the stanley cup final with montreal last year vancouver's tucker pullman he's going to have a hearing today for high sticking colorado Schiefer Kiefer sherwood pardon me there he got a match penalty yesterday there's two other canadian teams in action tonight toronto and calgary go at five in the american league bakersfield they're on the road in San Diego to face the Gulls in the Western League. Edmonton's in Regina tonight, and it's a battle of Alberta and U-Sports as the Golden Bears are in Calgary to meet the Dinos later. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, and when we come back, Louis DeBrus from NHL Hockey on Rogers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.